0: This is a Hot Pie Media Original.
1: This episode of the Inhumane Podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. So, is there anything that is preventing you from achieving your goals? Anything at all? Is there a reason that you seem like you're in Stuckville and you just can't move forward? Well, BetterHelp is here to assess your needs and really match you with your own licensed professional therapist, I love that you're able to chat with them within 48 hours and it's not a crisis line. It's not for self-help. It really is just professional therapy and you can do this securely online. The services are available no matter your time zone and you can log into your account anytime and send your message to your therapist. It's like having them on speed dial. You can even schedule a weekly video or phone session and you never have to sit and wait in a lobby. BetterHelp is really committed to, you know, facilitating those great therapeutic matches and they make it super easy and free to change therapists if you need to do so. I know with a lot of the service providers of anti-human trafficking organizations and people like you who are listening to this could have some vicarious trauma and the therapists they see don't normally allow them to move back and forth. And so here you're able to change therapists if you need to do so, um, so that you find a better fit. Now, BetterHelp really wants you to start living a happier life today. So please visit their website betterhelp.com and because they're doing such a great job you can join over a million people who have taken charge of their own mental health and with the help of an experienced professional and so we have an actual special offer for you today for all of the inhumane podcast listeners you get 10 percent off your first month at betterhelp.com forward slash inhumane Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Inhumane Podcast, a Hot Pie Media original. This part two, we Jenny Sue and I dig a little bit um, further on how you all can can become advocates. We get so many questions and so many DMs about how can I do this? How can I stop human trafficking? Um, We got it for you. So stay tuned, listen to part two with uh, Jenny Sue Jessen from Compass 31 and myself. I think the other huge difference, because again, with with Jenny Sue and what they're doing is the prevention piece. And I love the prevention and I love the restoration. And we can't get anywhere if we don't have the prevention. And so I'd love for you to talk to us about the Priceless Cube because I mean, it's priceless. It really, the the name was spot on, my dear. The name was spot on. Um, Tell us about it and how it came about and the impact that it is having across the globe.
0: Yeah. So Priceless Cube came about in 2013. That's when we we developed. It was developed in 2012, launched in 2013. And it is this puzzle-like block. And... I don't know, are we going to have video and just audio?
1: Uh, For this one, just audio, but I'd love to share it on our social media. So go ahead and show Uh, it and we could take like some screenshots of that for sure.
0: um, So it's this uh, puzzle-like cube, right? And it unfolds to tell the risks and the realities of human trafficking. And because it's picture-based, it can be contextualized to any field. Mm -hmm. And um, so we had this idea, it's priceless based on you might see, I don't know if you'll be able to grab it, but um, there's men, there's women, male, female from different cultures, different ethnicities, there's a globe in the background representing that people all over the world have this inherent priceless value. Mm. and we use this block as this storytelling engaging way to have a challenging conversation with whoever we happen to be with at the time and the opening premise we start with these like questions and stories there's there's a man in the middle on the front panel and we say like if this guy fell into the river or his brother he fell into the river and his brother was drowning what would he do to save him and we start this open dialogue and and generally, the person we're talking with is going to give some variation of well, he'd save him, he'd jump in he'd he'd rescue his brother and so I like to play in this conversation like well what what if he's mad at his brother? What if he pushed him in to begin with? He's still going to save his brother yeah. well, why is he going to save his brother because he can't go to the market and buy a new brother? Mm. his brother is irreplaceable his brother has inherent value. And and we tell a different story about a a girl and her father needs medicine and the same thing. She's going to do anything to save her father because she can't buy a new father. Yeah. Right. His life is priceless. And we start building from there through this story. And there's basically three entry points into exploitation. It's either economics or education or equality. Mm-hmm. And those look different in different places around the world. So far, my husband and I have had the privilege of equipping national leaders from 43 countries oh, who are using this in high-risk areas yeah. where they live and work and serve. And they're using it to intervene in trafficking happening on the spot. Mm-hmm. And so we, we tell that story. We go on to who are people we trust. And why we talk about religious leaders, husbands and boyfriends, we talk about teachers, other women, Mm -hmm. we talk about wealthy business leaders, why we would believe these people. Um, We talk about some of the stories that they tell us. Um, maybe it's a job in another place. Maybe it is a scholarship in another country, but these are stories. And again, we work with the nationals in their local population and contextualize it to the stories that traffickers are using in their community. Right. So these, these pictures represent all the different ways traffickers are, are operating there. How to know the difference between somebody who's trustworthy and not, if it's too good to be true, it Mm. often is. Then we talk about the reality of where those that are trafficked end up. Sometimes it's farming, fishing, factories. A lot of time it's in the commercial sex industry. The survival expectancy, the life expectancy of a child sold into the sex trade is generally seven years or or less before they die of abuse, exhaustion, or disease. And then we come around to the hope for restoration. If you know what's happening, to call We share the national hotline in whatever country we're working with or the local Mm -hmm. NGOs, wherever we're working. Once you know the truth, hold tight to your family. Bad guys can be arrested. Those that have been enslaved can be set free. And then an open door for people to return to community, to their home. A lot of times, you know this, a lot of times, you know, a kid, they may have been maimed. They may have been blinded. To be a beggar, Mm -hmm. they may come back with HIV or AIDS or a child in tow and the family's embarrassed. They're ashamed. So they don't want the child to return.
1: Yeah.
0: And so we talk about this open door and for them to return. And so, yeah, this tool has, again, been one of those things that was an idea (laughs) That has expanded beyond what I ever dreamed possible. I think our our Bangladesh team just in 2021 on the borders between Bangladesh and India shared with several thousand people, more than 10,000 people. Whoa! like they average about 2000, 2500 a month, Um, sometimes a little bit more, sometimes a little bit less.
1: But just listen to that 2013, 2013 and we are 2022 and for it to be shared like that. I mean, I know we can't we we can't pinpoint on how many lives that that has right saved. But that is huge because we know, especially internationally, those promised jobs are huge. And the the you know, the economics of it all is These people are looking for money to survive. And, you know, and so that is, it is a a predator's, you know, like. dream. Totally. They are ready to exploit any individual and their siblings and their family, right? Like, they're like, oh my gosh, I have a family of 10. I can exploit all at one time. Um, Right. And so the impact that you're making is- you know, I, I mentioned in the last email I sent you is, um, you know, this I'm a first time mama and given birth right in in May, and so the prevention was always strong in in my walk and my mission uh, that has been given to me in right. regards to the fight, and I can't tell you something fierce. On top of my already boldness and fierceness, it is just like expanded now that I have this little guy and I'm just like, oh my gosh. We, we we have got to the push mama bear thing <laughs> yeah, goes that's on, right? right? That's exactly it. And it's like that prevention piece is even bigger. And I I I know for me, I want to push it even more in this priceless cube and living abroad and seeing human ha- trafficking happening in front of my own eyes. And I've shared that with right. you. I I couldn't articulate it at the time. It didn't have a word. Um, it right. wasn't labeled that. You just knew it was wrong and awful. Right. And what do I do? I'm in another country. How can I, right, help? Yeah. This Priceless Cube is just absolutely... And I didn't know that y'all expanded to like 43 leaders, right, of these countries. 43, 43 countries. I think Gosh. currently
0: online, we have um, full translations available in 23 languages gotcha. are available right now for free online. And you just... Because it is this storytelling even if you're an english speaker and you're working with a translator yeah they can translate it in real time
1: mm-hmm. once
0: you know kind of the story or the paradigm before or how it's communicating and one of the key pieces about prevention and education that priceless cube really does well is a lot of people are not aware that much of trafficking is happening through fraud and coercion. Mm. So just to highlight you you mentioned you know it's the trafficker's dream they're offering good jobs they're right. offering an education they're offering the dream come true and people want or need to believe it. Yeah. And so they willingly sign an employment contract or they willingly send their child, which is what makes human trafficking intervention and prosecution so challenging Mm -hmm. because the person signed a contract. They said, yes, I want to go to Cambodia to do this job Mm -hmm. when in fact it was a fraudulent offer. Right. And once they're there, they're coerced into slavery Mm -hmm. with no hope of freedom based on perceived debt, on shame, on honor, on you know a whole slew of things. So that's one of the things that Priceless Cube has done really well is really narrowing in those stories mm-hmm. of fraud and coercion so people have a greater understanding of both the risks and the realities of what the strategies traffickers are using and how to effectively combat them.
1: Oh, I I love uh, I love that those are the two that you target because like what we talk about here is force fraud and coercion fraud and coercion are the two hardest to prove as well right. as when we're educating the public and for them to be able to identify and look for human trafficking that's happening in their own backyard force they for. Everyone's got that down, right? They have an image of what that force looks like. But when it comes to that fraud and it comes to that coercion, it's just... And then we have those tough conversations and I love that you are having them there with their culture in mind, right? Obviously with their language, but their right. colloquialisms and culture, you can't beat that because that's, that's what happens too much in translation. And we get that lost in translation phrase from, right? Is right. like, you can't just transfer right. the language. You got to have those conversations within their culture. This episode of the Inhumane Podcast is brought to you by Canopy.us. Now, I know you've heard me talk a lot about the dangers of online in our world today. So I'm here to tell you about a few tips that can help protect your kids online from porn and sexting. I highly recommend, of course, to use parental controls on all of your family's devices. But the truth is that the average age of exposure to porn is 11 years old and one in four kids have received a sext and one in seven have actually sent one. So that's why Canopy is such an important app to install on your kids' devices. Canopy actually helps prevent the exposure to porn before it happens. They use their technology actually filters images and videos in milliseconds. And when Canopy detects a nude or lingerie esque image, it's saved to your child devices. It will give them the option to delete or send to you for approval. That's like a lot of checks and balances. So you can try Canopy for today by using the code INHUMANE and check out for 30 days free and 20% off for life at Canopy.us. I mean... People, listeners, this Priceless Cube should be used in your community if you work at the school district, if you, you know, are in a mom group or dad group, if you're at a business, um, you know, chamber of commerce, like this is great to bring up because we are all involved in some young person's life, whether it's, you know, secondary or, you know, it's right up in front of your face those conversations is giving those young people the tools and resources themselves to identify cuz normally right i just did a blog uh, i was a guest blogger um and i said the same thing is we only know still tr- stranger danger right like that's the that is the one thing they can identify um right. but we know strangers look very different. And especially when we bring them into our lives and don't realize that these individuals are predators. But if you gave young people this type of conversation, now they're able to identify and at young ages too, if you, if you do it appropriately, right? So, oh my gosh, I'm so excited for y'all. This is amazing. We've had kids
0: like eight, nine years old equipped with Priceless Cube and and the way they share it, you know, when we talk about sexual exploitation, you know, if I'm talking to college girls or mm-hmm. um, businessmen that are in their 40s, I'm going to be hard hitting and I'm going right. to talk about rape for profit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Yeah. But if I'm talking to first, second, third graders, mm-hmm. I talk about, you know, some of these kids will go to places where men will pay to hurt them. Mm hmm you know and a little kid who knows what that is knows what that is mm-hmm. and a little kid that doesn't is just appalled that somebody would pay to hurt a little kid that's right right that's right um so it even that can be contextualized totally. to the group that you're sharing with in an age appropriate way that empowers and and that's one of the foundational principles you know I told you we've been to 43 or trained leaders from 43 countries so far is equipping nationals to share it contextually with their own people right. and that includes people in the U.S. if you're talking to business people mm-hmm. or if you're talking to your youth group or your high school health class whatever your people group is because it's an image-based story mm-hmm. you can contextualize it to your group and it is the opposite of you know that it's not about somebody writing in on a white force to be the savior. Right. It is about equipping kids and nationals and community leaders, mm-hmm.
1: empowering them to
0: protect their own families and their own communities.
1: Oh, that's so good. That is so good. I don't, I don't know if this just literally like it popped in your brain or y'all really had to work on that piece because how universal it is blows my mind. And it really yeah. tells me on how, because again, is owning a company where we develop curricula and things of that nature you uh you know you have to tweak a lot because it's right. not culturally appropriate um it only hits one culture um when it was right. first written, and so we're having to do so many you know changes and you guys over here. Literally, this should be like a multi-million-dollar maker for you, like that brain where you're able to make it so universal. Uh, I love that. That is so great well, and well said.
0: It is. It is funny, and it was trial and error. So, like even when we field tested it on on two of the panels, there is uh, a character, an individual that looks like a Buddhist monk, and originally the Buddhist monk was wearing like a mustard yellow robe. And when we field tested it in certain parts of Asia, they identified that as, oh, that's a Buddhist monk from Thailand. Mm -hmm. Our wouldn't do that. I remember you saying that. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's uh, another individual that is a brown person appears to be African um, of African descent, but her features are Ethiopian but her clothes are Nigerian Mm. because again people would say oh that doesn't look like us yeah and some of the feedback was well can you make it look more Vietnamese well which of the 200 people groups in Vietnam do we want to make it look like right and so we on purpose like the monk he's wearing this blue gray robe that Monks around the world, nobody wears that color. Mm -hmm. So everybody goes, oh, he's a monk or a religious leader, but not (laughs) from a certain specifically tied to one, one people. Mm -hmm. Um, And that both kind of, it makes it more universal Mm -hmm. and it mediates the shame uh, you know, if it was just a Thai person, mm-hmm. then a Thai yeah. person would say, Oh, we're the only ones in the world with this problem. Right. Yeah. Right. So so it took field testing, it took some feedback back and forth. But what we have now has been broadly used globally and effectively.
1: Mm-hmm. And so
0: we're super, super excited about that.
1: Yeah. So normally I ask this at the end of the show, but um, go ahead and tell this. How can people get their hands on that? They can get their hands on the
0: Priceless Cube uh, through our website. The best way to find us is www.compass31.com, A S31.com. And there is a prevention link that leads you to the Priceless Cube. You can purchase them in bulk or singularly. You can access all the translations that we currently have. If your listeners would be interested in another translation, they're free to reach out and we work continually and collaboratively to get it in more languages. So we would be happy to add more languages if they found that necessary. Um, so they can find it through compass31.com under the prevention link, Priceless Cube and access it that way.
1: Oh, thank you. Cause this, I, I, again, I can't, I can't express enough on how much prevention is needed, and honestly, I feel that this is a area where most people can have their entry point into the counter trafficking movement. Yeah. Right, is because yeah. even if we're just talking about it within our circle, that is literally the first step. It makes you comfortable. It's people that you know, um, right. and then you can purchase something like the Priceless Cube, and it's like, hey. Uh, moms, hey, dads, let's or hey, neighbors, let's let's get our kids together and have this kind of conversation. Um, and it, that's a win-win. We are equipping and we're actually raising an army. We're raising the adults, right, to be more aware. But now we just put a tool and a thought process and a mindset in our young people that is going to help them. It's going to prevent them from being trafficked because, as we know more kids are online these days and right. they're able to have that. And it's like, oh, go back to my parents. Hey, I w- this person online, because we, we're equipping them like with these right. crazy tools that makes them now an ally and a fierce warrior and empower them for themselves, right? And so no one's going to lure them that way if we continue to have these conversations. So yeah, it's the quickest yeah. entry point into to fighting the good fight.
0: It's easy entry point. Like I said, we've equipped kids as young as, eight, nine, and a mom can have it in her diaper bag. You know, it can be on your shelf and friends come for dinner and they're like, Hey, what's this? Yeah. And there you go. You have this, this opening point and it is an easy engaging. It's a fun little tool to flip around and play with. It creates curiosity. Mm. And so it makes it an an easy entry point to have a really challenging conversation about the reality of trafficking and what's happening in our world.
1: Yeah, so organic, so real and genuine. Um, I'm sharing this because I care. I care not only for you and your family, but I care for our community all in itself, right? Like, and then the world, like that's just, ugh. To me, that's like true humanitarian, if you will, where you're able to do that behind closed doors, in a sense, um, and not all these accolades, right, or having to like, to me, that's just the best kind of humanitarian. And I believe there's a humanitarian in most, you know, uh, of us for sure. So thank you for that.